What is up, world? John Shute here with another Puff Creative Podcast. Today, I have the pleasure of being with Cameron Ned. Cam, how you doing, man? Man, I'm good. I'm good. I appreciate you having me on, bro, for sure. No worries. And you're you're in Denver right now, too, with me, huh? Yep, yep. So we're doing the virtual podcast. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> um, so, Cam, we've, we've kind of met through the cannabis industry, uh, through Whitney McCarter, um you, you've been doing a bunch of influencer work product reviews modeling in the cannabis space um i see you have your pheno finder sweatshirt on so um figure you figure you just give us a higher level of uh pheno finder and how and uh what's going on with that project so pretty much um i started pheno finder a little bit over a year ago and that was just so i, I do a lot of things I do a lot of things. I was a personal training. I was playing on a basketball team. At the same I seen time. you dunk out there in the Instagram. <laughs> Sir, I need to get back out there. I'm a little injured right now. I need to get back out there. Summer's coming, you know. Um, yeah, so I was doing a lot of things and I was like, man, I'm kind of getting away. I was kind of getting away from cannabis. You know, I worked in a couple different shops, inventory manager, store manager, things like that. So like, you know, I was kind of getting away from it, doing all these other things. And I was like, I really want to combine my overall goal eventually is to combine health and fitness with cannabis and show people they can be used together. You know, I see people doing it and stuff. Um, but I was trying to do that like hands-on with training and it wasn't really working. Um, so I kind of fell back from like the cannabis industry a little bit. And then I just had this spark. I was like, I need to be in it. I need to be in it. So I was like, you know what, what do I love? I was in, in the shops, like I said, I was an inventory manager. So I was always around the strains. And I just had this like love for just, I would just sit in the back and smell this, smell that, look at this, look at that. I became able to like identify, like I know a lot of people can do this just if you're around weed a lot, you can identify weed just by looking at it, just by smelling yeah. You know at least somewhere in the ballpark what it is. What right? strain it is or where it came from. Yeah, yeah. So like, I was like, man, let me just start reviewing strains. So I remember Green Dot had a drop and I was like, this is the perfect time to do it. This is like the first time they ever dropped weed, flower form. Let me just put my camera up and go. And I started it and you know, I just been kind of like riding the wave with it. Like you said, I've, I've got some modeling gigs from it. Um, I just decided, I was like, I just came up with the name Fino Finder. I love it. Just sounded good, appreciate you. And uh, you know, I got my homie to do the graphic design for me, hit, hit me hooked me up with the, uh, with his clothing brand, the Garden Club. So we got that's sick. on, you know, I'm just kind of like, like I said, just riding that wave and you will call me an influencer or whatever you like to call me. Um, I kind of am doing that, I guess, you know what I'm saying? Like I've talked to people in DMs, people ask me for my opinion on things. And I, you know, it's like, when it first starts to happen, it's like, wow, like this is really happening. And then it's important information. Like I think it's, you know, you walk into a dispensary, there's like a million strains out there, I feel like. So I think it's really cool that you, provide that more like intimate and like personal education where like a lot of times, you know, people learn um, information and details and like experience from just like reading marketing materials from brands that normally might not right. be on point, especially considering like everyone's different, everyone's experience is different, et cetera. So I think like, yeah, I think it's great you're doing that because it makes your experience more relatable to like consumers than just like, you know, going to the dispo and asking a butt tender who you don't even know. Uh, right. what this what to get <laughs> um 
So that's that's awesome, man. We'll we'll circle back to Phenofine there. I want to pick apart your story just a little bit more. Um, first, where where are you from originally? And you you've moved to Denver like in the past couple of years, from what I understand. Yeah, so I've been out here for six years. I'm from uh, born in D.C., raised in Maryland, raised in D.C. a little bit too, but D.M.V. area, you can call it that, P.G. County, Maryland, and then I okay. went to um, I went to Penn State, so I lived up there for like five years as well. So. Oh, okay. So yeah, you see, so you grew up in a non-legal state, and then went to school in a non-legal state, just like myself. Yeah. Um, when did like cannabis come into the picture, like in in your life, really? So in school in Penn State, I was at uh, Penn State Harrisburg. So they have branch campuses. It's like 18 different Penn State schools. Which yeah, are, yeah. Like, it's like Rutgers. I, I went to Rutgers. It's like that. Yeah, yeah. So um, so yeah, I was at Penn State <laughs> Harrisburg campus for a while. And I got hurt playing ball. So I was playing basketball there. I got hurt. And my roommates at the time was smoke. Now, I wasn't roommates with anybody on the basketball team. These are like random people because I... My college career and how I got into college was like last minute because I was trying to play ball and all this stuff. Long story short, I was <laughs> with people who didn't play ball, right? So they live in that college, college life, right? Yeah. So I seen them smoking. I never smoked before. But, you know, I was like, oh, I can't do that, you know? And then I got hurt. I was like, ah, oh, my school don't even drug test like that. We signed a thing to say we could get drug tested, but they never did. It's division three. I'm like, I'm hurt. It's about to be. Christmas break, let me hit that. <laughs> right. I hit it, um, I, I hit my first J. Um, it was like my freshman year of college. So it was like 07, like November, December, probably the beginning of December, something like that, is when I really um, first really smoked. Interesting. So it was kind of more like out of curiosity or did you think it would help with like your pain and stuff? I didn't think it would help with the pain. Oh, it was just curiosity. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like just getting into college, experiencing yeah. new things and trying and like, you know, I, I had that notion that it was like a bad thing at first growing yeah, up. Yeah, because you grew up. Yeah, man, it's understandable. Right. <laughs> so, you know, but I'm, I'm around people who are doing it all the time and I'm seeing, I'm like, they look like they're having the time of their lives. Like, oh my God, like that looks great. Like what's wrong with that? Let me try it. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, and that's how what, I started. Yeah, curiosity. So, what point did like um, did, was there a point when you started like mixing it with your sports and mixing it into your lifestyle and like realizing the additional benefits that there were? Definitely, yeah, yeah. So, um, a couple years later, like I said, I was like oh seven. So then, like two years later, two thousand nine, I went to the main campus of Penn State. Now I transferred. I switched my major. And I had to, um, and I, I didn't want to play ball. I didn't want to play ball anymore. I was done playing ball. I was cool on it. But, you know, I love, I love the sport. So I would go play intramurals and pick up games and all the time, right? Great competition as well. So, you know, just like being back home or whatever. It's like good competition. I would smoke before I would go. Or like I was half smoked throughout the day. And I would go. And I would realize, I'm like, damn, I'm high. We'll walk on the court. And I would like forget what I'm doing. Like I would get in the zone, Like I never had felt that in my life. I would yeah. always, I was been a pretty, I've been a pretty good basketball player my whole life. But like, and it's been times I've maybe reached the zone, but not like this, Yeah, not like this. 
I'm just flowing. I'm doing new moves. I was like, whoa, what did I just do? <laughs> You're, I just crossed like, myself oh, up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, real, like, yeah. So I really started tapping into it at that point when I could just experiment freely. I didn't have, I didn't have to worry about like my coaches, you know, smelling me. <laughs> so yep. like that. Like, no, you know, yeah, I, I totally can relate to that, man. With like, I feel the same way with like skating and, and snowboarding and, and surfing and stuff. Um, that zone that you're talking about, I think is like a huge part of why not everyone, but like a lot of people consume. Um, mm -hmm. Cause I think that that zone applies to basketball, soccer, baseball, skating, work, art, music, co going to concerts. Like um, I live for the zone. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's like being in that state of flow. Some people call it the state of flow. Yeah. Yeah, man. So like I realized that it helps and enhances my life at that point. And I started to learn more about the medicinal things and how we've been lied to by the government and like, you know, all these different studies. They don't really tell you how the studies are performed, how you suffocate, suffocate monkeys with weed to just... <laughs> to, to just, yeah, get, get bad statistics out there and shit. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, just to say, oh, it kills brain cells. Like, you know, but like... Yeah, not to mention they're giving them like mids with like pesticides in it and shit, probably. And all those other things, exactly. So I got hit to how like, to, to you know, just life. You know what I'm saying? I was naive yeah. kid coming up. I mean, I was 17 going into college. I was the youngest dude on my basketball team, like all this stuff, right? So I was just like, you know, really learning and growing. And like, it was really nice to, to be able to grow with cannabis as I was becoming a, you know, growing into like young adulthood for real. That's awesome. So would you say, um, so that, that kind of passion and that realization that you had kind of has led to where you're at now with PhenoFinder. Um, would you say that that kind of all kind of ties together for you? Because you're trying, because with PhenoFinder, it seems like you're trying to um, break down and review different strains and terps and flavors and whatnot out there. Um, so people know how to get into that zone, you know, or they you know, they know exactly what type of experience they're getting. Yes. Yes. So yeah, basically, yeah, well said, very well said. And like pretty much just to expand on that. Um, my thing with cannabis is it's not black and white. It's not cut and dry, right? It's just so many nuances and little things to it that like, it's hard to market it as a company when companies are coming in, like, like it's something else. Like if, yep. you, if you know, if it's like food or something, okay, yeah, this is food. Duh, 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 we got we got burgers. You gonna eat them? You are gonna be full. <laughs> we yeah, more like that. You want, you wanted to smell a certain way. You wanted to look a certain way. You wanted to hit a certain way and feel a certain way in your hand. It's so many things. So what I try to do with Phenofinder is really break that down for the consumer, for the patient, for the connoisseur, the aficionado, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I really just try and break that down for them so that they can know what strain they're getting into. And I always say, like, this is my opinion. You know what I'm saying? I never like to say what's the best. Now, in terms of quality, we can talk about best quality and like who grows the best and like all those things. But like in terms of like best strain, I don't really talk about that too much because like I try to help people find what's good for them. Mm. So I just even if it's something I don't really like, if it's good quality, I'm a smoking on the show. Like Example, tangy. I don't like tangy. It just doesn't like do, I'm not saying don't get me high, it just doesn't do what I want it to do for me, right? In terms of a high. So like, I'll tell people, yeah, this is great if you like this, but I don't like this. It's not the way I like to smoke. 
I like OGs, headbanging, like stuff like that. Yeah, because everyone's different. You like to point that out to people just aren't, you're not just saying what people think that, you're not just saying what you like people want to hear. Like you want to be honest with them, which I think is super important. Is there is there any is there any strains out there that um, like specific strains from some a brand or anything that um, like are your go to like personally that you that you just love? I mean, honestly, lately I have been just I like I said I've been reviewing so many strains lately that I haven't been smoking the same things it's all the time. Yeah. Thing, what are you What are you smoking right now? This is Honolulu Strange from uh, Simply Pure. Oh, nice, Wanda. It's my girl. It's so I love nice. Simply Pure, man. They're they're they're. I used to live right down the street and uh, used to go to their dispensary all the time. And then uh, just from like social media, like I, I'm friends, like just DMing and sharing their content. Like like they're uh, the lady who runs the count, like the front desk lady. She runs their Twitter and like. We're just super close because of Twitter. It's kind of it's kind of funny how social media works like that in the cannabis industry specifically, um, especially here in Denver. I mean, like, I feel like I met you through it. Like, how many people have you met through social and like reach out to you? And it's just like insane. Wow. <laughs> it's a new world we live in, man. It's a new world we live in. It's cool to see. It is. Um, so I, you know, this is awesome, man. I I want to end on just one thing because what comes to mind is just like all the change that's happening in the world around us, um, you know, all the change that's happening in cannabis and the industry is like expanding so rapidly. Um, where do you like in your perfect world, like where, where would you like to see, you know, the industry going from like a legal perspective? Um, like, do you want to, like, do you see, like, do you want it to focus on like the quality of the plant? Do you want to see, you know, social equity stuff going on? Um, what are your thoughts? And and this is totally just like an open question. I know it's like a big one, but <laughs> so yeah, I mean, ho- well, as as everything's going, it seems like it's going to be federally federally legal soon. So that seems to be a good thing. But I just hope that we keep the integrity of the culture alive. That's my hundred percent agree. One, the people gotta get out of jail. We gotta let them out of jail if it's weed. They gotta be out. You know what I'm saying? If it's just right weed, away. At least, at least expunge those. They got other stuff too. They got to deal with that. Yeah, right? yeah, but exactly, exactly. Just, yeah, because it's like there's people who have like killed people who are in jail for less time. Like it's absolutely right. insane. <laughs> like, like is, are we in the fucking twilight zone? I swear to God. So like that's the that's the one big thing. But then to keep the culture alive, you know what I'm saying? Not to let it get like watered down by these big corporations. And I know. I know it's necessary though at the same time. Big corporations are necessary for everything. The way this world works, the way our society is, is what it is. You know what I'm saying? It's like we can't get away from it. But you know, I just hope we keep the quality up. We keep the boutique shops, people to weigh out the weed and stuff. I don't mind prepackaged, it's cool too. Um, but like, you know, we gotta at least have those options too. I don't want to yeah. see it change so much. Yeah, because it's gonna you you because your fear seems like mine because people forget this all the time, but the quality of the plant is the most important thing to this whole industry and everything that we're doing and talking about here. You can have the cool you have the coolest brand packaging. You know, you're in a million stores, but like if your flower sucks, like what, what are we even? 
what were you right. doing? Like, it was making sense. It's a medicine, you know? It's like, exactly. man, yeah. Well, that's a, I think that's a really good good note to end on, man. I, I, I really appreciate your time. And um, where can people find you right now? Is Instagram, is Instagram the main source, you'd say? Yep, yep. Instagram is the main source, at Consciously Cam on Instagram. Consciously Cam and your yeah, Fino Finders your main title on there. I'll pl- I'll make sure I plug that into the uh the podcast link. Cam, I, I appreciate your time, man. We gotta get together and smoke and play ball soon. Um, okay, yeah, man. Yeah. It, I, thank you so much again, and I'll talk to you soon, brother. Okay, much love, bro. Appreciate you having me on.